0: That's happymammoth.com, and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home, and that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me, and I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip.
2: There are more identity threats than you realize. Even if you monitor your credit, only a little personal info needs to leak out. Like your social security number or password. For you to become a victim. LifeLock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. But everyone can save up to 25% off their first year with promo code NEWS. Go to lifelock.com. Get a Goat Gun. What's a Goat
1: Gun? They are miniature gun models that are the perfect gift for any guy. They range from 4 to 15 inches in length and weigh up to a pound. Goat Guns make great additions to office desks, shelves, or coffee tables. They quickly become the talk of any room you display
0: them in. Go to GoatGuns.com to start your miniature gun model collection today. 92%
2: of households that join Peloton early in the year are still active a year later. Because of cycling? We also have a treadmill and Peloton Guide. Guide? The thing that counts your reps? Yeah, it turns your TV into an AI-powered personal trainer. And with training programs like A Stronger You, Peloton Guide takes all the guesswork out of working out. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton tread, guide, or bikes risk-free with the 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.ca slash home dash trial.
1: Does your home have a gourmet kitchen with an oversized pantry so you can store everything? What about an office with
2: Wi-Fi built-in and hardwired internet outlets for gaming? Or a gorgeous porch or patio for more outdoor living? With Pulte's innovative and modern floor plans, you can have them all. At Pulte, we build homes that think ahead to tomorrow so you can build the life you're dreaming of today. Find your home at Pulte.com. Pulte Homes. More life built in. Equal housing opportunity.
0: Hey guys, for this week's episode, I'm going to play for you a virtual speaking engagement I had over the weekend where um, I was able to speak on marketplace and ministry within the Daughters of the King group led by prophetess Tanya Lofty. If you guys have been a part of the Blessed and Bossed Up community for long enough, then you know who she is. It was such an honor to be interviewed and on the other side of the the microphone, so to speak, for this interview. So I wanted to bring it here on this platform because we covered some really good stuff as it relates to business and just the foundations of building a business God's way. So check this out. This is my interview on Marketplace and Ministry. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way.
3: introduce herself and tell we want to share our stories with you uh, um, today because we're both entrepreneurs we're both entrepreneurs and we want to share our stories with you i'm gonna let tatum tell her story and how god called her into to because marketplace and ministry scripture says that your gifts will make room for you all right and so your gifts will make room for you. I need you all to get out of, put all, put down what you think you know today and pick up what God already knew about you. I need you to put down what you think you know and pick up what God already knows about you. Okay, because I have to say that because it takes a certain mindset to be an entrepreneur. Okay, so I want to set the precedence and the tone before we keep going because we're gonna drop some stuff today, and then God's gonna stir some things in you all, and you know, y'all gonna be launched out into the deep. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, Tatum, you tell us, sweetheart. Yes, I call her sweetheart, I know her t- name, but <laughs> tell us about how God you know, how, your journey, and then I'll talk a little bit about my journey, and then we'll kind of go from there.
0: Okay. Yeah, no problem. So good morning to all of you guys who don't know me. My name is Tatum Iomi I am the CEO of Anchored Media. Uh, I'm the host of my own podcast that falls under our umbrella called Blessed and Bossed Up, where I talk about faith and business and really just doing business God's way. My journey started back in 2015. So I've been an entrepreneur for six years, uh, full-time, no, seven years. I've been an entrepreneur uh, full-time for five this year. And um, my journey started really after I graduated from college. I had like four jobs in one year and I was like, okay, it ain't the job sis, it's you. So I had to figure out like, what was the problem? I would get somewhere, feel like I capped for you know what my position allowed me to do and I'm like all right I need it I want another job I, I'm bored now so then I would get another job same thing so eventually I'm like okay it's it's me and so around this time I was getting back in church um just really trying to find life as a individual person because you know growing up you're in your parents' house you go to college you're kind of an adult but kind of not so um at this point I was fresh out of college and really just trying to establish who I am Um, and what I wanted to do for myself. And so I started building a relationship with God, trying to figure out what that meant for me and and building my own one-on-one relationship. Um, And so then I also started to figure out what I wanted to do career-wise. So I started with something I was passionate about, which is giving back to the community. And I wanted to be for teen girls who I needed growing up. So I started a youth program I started, I weighed my options as far as how I wanted to do that, if I wanted to go the nonprofit route, if I wanted to do it as a for-profit. So after counting the costs, I didn't know that that was scripture back then, but after really just analyzing what it was going to take for each avenue, I decided to do it as a for-profit. So that's when my business started. We did really well, really quick. Um, Within that first year, I was going all over PG County, speaking at schools. Um, I got the program into a school within the first few months, and we maintained that program for a couple years after that. I was named top twenty top thirty under thirty in the DC area. I'm at the Siroc house with all the movers and shakers in and DC. It happened really bad. So as I was doing that though, I realized that I liked the the work, but I didn't like the business side. I didn't like going and pitching schools and convincing um, the leaders, why this type of program is needed. I just didn't like doing that. I liked just going to work. So I decided that it was going to be a different way that I needed to do business. And I was going to come back to that. So that left me at the drawing board again. How am I going to figure out what is going to be a thing? And so um, I just started looking at what I was good at, which is marketing and, and branding. And it was evident through the success we had very quickly with that program. And my undergrad degree is in PR, all my jobs were in marketing. So that's always been like my, my background and my love, really, as it relates to business. So I said, okay, I'm going to do consulting and help other entrepreneurs build their brand and, and figure out what marketing is going to look like for them. So then I started doing that. I'm like, cool. So this is also when the podcast came about, because I'm like, okay, how am I going to build a brand for myself online in order to do this? So once again, counting the costs, not realizing it was scripture. I started doing my research. What is it taking at this time? Blogs were heavy and um, Instagram was getting really big as far as like building a brand online. So I'm like, "Um, I don't want to do any of those. Um, I don't want to walk around with a phone up all the time and all that it looked like it took to build a brand on Instagram or social media. I just didn't want to do that. And now at this time, I realized that podcasting was, it still is very new, but it was really new back in 2016. When I started building it. And I noticed that the trend was moving towards that. And a lot of my friends, I had got into podcasting, but a lot of my friends and people I knew didn't know what a podcast was. And so I was like, oh, perfect. This is a great opportunity for me to get into a space that people are moving to. Instead of trying to keep up with the rat race of what's going on on social media, let me create a brand where my audience is going so that I can already be there and be one of the first. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I started the podcast. It was not Blessing Bossed Up. It was myself and my co-host um, because I was looking for a podcast that talked about the beginning stages of entrepreneurship and I couldn't find it. It was more so people talking about, I'm already a successful entrepreneur. Here are my tips. I wanted people who were in square one, figuring it out. I wanted to be full time, but I didn't know what that looked like. So just, I wanted to hear from people in their journey. And so- being entrepreneur-minded, we create what we can't find. So that's what the premise of the show was. Say that I, again. I, say that again. We create what we can't, what find. We can't find. Yeah, um. and businesses should solve a problem. So if your business isn't solving a problem, you're already on the wrong track. So um I decided to do the podcast. I went to a co-host because my insecurities told me that nobody wanted to hear what I had to say by myself that I needed another partner or somebody to bounce ideas off or balance me out. I felt like the conversations I, were hearing, I was hearing was very superficial, and I wanted to talk about things in a deeper way, and I felt like nobody wanted to hear that. So let me get somebody else that could kind of balance this aspect out. So that's what I did. I uh, We launched the show as it was in 2017, and we did very well. Really quickly, my business was doing good, so now the podcast was like the perfect funnel, driving people into my coaching business, But around this time, I was also still building my relationship with God. So up until that point, those two aspects of my life were separate. Mm -hmm. I was going to church. I was figuring out how to hear from God. I was reading the Bible and just figuring these things out. And I was also figuring out business. And I was always conditioned, especially in college and all of these career development places. They say, you don't talk about religion and politics in business settings. So that was my mindset. So I didn't put the two and two together. And um, it wasn't until just as I got more comfortable hearing from God and knowing that it was him speaking to me and learning more about the word. I came across Jeremiah where he says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And I came across all these scriptures that was talking about God's plan and his purpose and all of these things. And I was like, well, maybe what I'm doing over here is not supposed to be separate. Like it, it mm-hmm. at that point. Those two things being separate no longer made sense to me. And so I was like, okay guys, so since you know everything, straight up and this' is how I talk so it ain't gonna be no <laughs> right, right. right right since you know everything and you you know you know every hair on my head, what am I supposed to be doing over here with the business? And so God just really began to um, give me instructions. He ain't tell me the big picture. I, that's what I wanted to hear is what is the big grandiose Beautiful purpose of Tatum life that you have. <laughs> so as I'm praying this prayer, he says, "Do the podcast by yourself." I'm like, "That's not what I asked." <laughs> <laughs> that's actually <Yes>. not <laughs> but, That's what um, you get that's what you so, get. So I wish I could tell you that I was obedient right in and there I was not. So I waited. I was like, "That that's not God. That's me." Like just trying to make it seem like that I wasn't hearing what I was hearing. Then over and over again, other people confirmation will come. I didn't ask for it because I didn't want to hear it at all. So um, it would just start being repetitive. Why don't you just do the podcast by yourself? I'll be like, nobody is asking you guys these things. Why are y'all so? <laughs> <to do> <laughs> so eventually I was like, all right, let's just do this. So I went, um, I set up a meeting with my co-host and I was like, hey, look, you know, moving into the new year, God gave me this instruction in maybe the first quarter of the year. I didn't meet with her until maybe the end of the third. So I waited a few months. So I was like, all right, so moving into the new year, um, I'm gonna do the podcast by myself. Um, and I just left it at that. I wasn't like, oh, God told me this, because I try to be very, I'm a big girl. Like I don't have to hide behind God and say, God told me to that this, I'm going to do the show by myself, because also, I don't know where she was in her relationship with God either, and I don't want her perception to be wrapped into something that feels like rejection or um, a breakup, so to speak, so I left that part out of it and just said, you know, I'm going to do the show by myself, let's finish, and we came up with a plan to finish off the year before the transition. Now, around this time, God also, after I obeyed that, he said, all right, now, change the show up, like, change the name because I had came to the point where I had to change the name because of a trademark conflict um, with the way that the name was before. So I had to change it regardless. And so as I was seeking God on like what this show was going to be, I know I got to do it by myself and I know I got to call it something else. So where do we go? And so that's where Blessed and Bossed Up was came and he uh, came about and he told me you had it right a little bit with like talking about the journey, but I want you to talk about the journey of building a business with me. And I was like, okay, I guess, you know, and I was scared very much so. And, um, I was not happy about it. I was stressed, but I, you know, I came to the point where I was like, well, what, what you going to do? You Are you <laughs> going to listen or are you not? And at this time I was self-employed. So I ended up leaving my job during that period. Um, I was in my business full time. God had also told me around this time to shut down the coaching business that I had. So, Imagine how stressed I am, no job, (laughs) the business that finally starts making money, I got to shut it down. The podcast that's reaching a ton of, like the podcast was doing well. It wasn't like it was bad. The the numbers were great. Shut it down. Everything as it looks as if it's on an uphill uh, Mm -hmm. trajectory, I have Mm -hmm. to now stop it. I couldn't understand that. But again, I had to decide because when I got saved, saved, as I call it, (laughs) I I got saved as a teenager where, you know, but you wouldn't really say you had
3: to come back. You had to come back to the
0: Lord. I got it. I got it. We got you. I was there
1: before.
0: (laughs) I was still in the streets very much. so, So I had to come back. And so when I got saved, saved, I was just like at a place where I was like, all right, God I'm, I'm going to live my life for you. I know I'm not going to be perfect cuz I got to rewrite my whole way of doing things, mm-hmm. but I'm going to I'm in this. So whatever you tell me to do, I'm I'm going to do it. And so in that that period when I was, you know, frustrated and it seemed like I had to shut everything down, I was like, "Well, at the end of the day, I want to at least be somebody who does what they say they're going to do." Mm-hmm. And I told God, and I was serious, that it wasn't one of those hangover mornings were like, God, if you make this stomachache go away, type like, I'm never drinking again. It wasn't one of those. I was really serious.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
0: um, I just went back to that thought process of, well, if everything I'm reading is true, we finna find out because I'm about to just do it. And that's what happened. And I changed the show around within the first month. We doubled in listenership. Um, I still ain't had no business. I was like, God, this is cute but where's the money at though? (laughs) Like, and I I had to go through this whole process and and this process was very necessary for me because Mm -hmm. I'm somebody where I can do what I set my mind to. I'm very confident in my abilities. I'm confident in my business acumen and I know I can make some things happen for myself. But my issue is that if that doesn't get tamed, then it can easily go to pride and ego and self-fulfilling things. And so knowing that that is God knowing this and me not realizing it until after that I can't give her all of that yet because she's going to think that she did it. I now have to test her out and take her to a period through a process where she has to be reliant on me so that I could change her character, so that I could change her heart. And so that I can make sure that she's truly devoted to me. And that's what that period was like. It was a year and a half of, not, not really making any money, having some things happen. Like I put out my book in my journal at, at that time. So I had some good moments, but that's not sustainable. You know, sales dwindled after the, the launch period and things like that. That wasn't sustainable. And so um I went through this period where I, I put out a couple things, but I didn't have the, the business. And um God really had to change my mind. And he had me in a big part of it was he had me in Jeremiah for a while. And as I was studying Jeremiah, God was trying to rework my perception of success. He mm-hmm. was like, Jeremiah was successful. He had no money. Everybody hated him. His life sucked from our man, you know, from our perspective. And mm-hmm. but he was successful because he obeyed God despite all of that. And so God needed me to understand that my success is not about what I could put on my my vision board. I don't think I've done a vision board since. He's like, is my success. Success should not be measured on what I could put up there or whatever I come up with that makes me feel good. My mm-hmm. idea of success needs to be obeying God and that's it. All that other stuff is cool, but my loyalty and devotion has to be to him over everything. Mm-hmm. And so that season, I believe, was a training ground of him really rerouting my mindset, my character, my perspective, everything. And it, I believe it wasn't until I graduated from that season and only he could decide when that time was mm-hmm. that i was blessed with everything that I'm doing today. Um, but every, every bit of increase that I get now, I always attribute it back to that season. Because I remember um, before then, my big goal was I want to make six figures. I want to be a millionaire by 30, all of these things, right? And I remember when we first accumulated six figures in our in the business, I didn't even know. And it was crazy because I'm like, oh, God really changed me. Because yeah. I would have been on the accounts like, what's, what's mm-hmm. up? What's the plan? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know. My husband, who's my accountant, sent me a screenshot and was like, hey, check this out. And I was looking. <laughs> what? And I was like, wow, God, you are something else. And but it didn't even matter it wasn't as big um, of a deal when it happened as i made i made it an idol for so long and i knew that god yeah. gave me when it, it wasn't even a big deal when it happened and i didn't even notice it because i was so busy being obedient so that was long but still condensed oh of, yeah oh yeah, of the journey. yeah. I'll, I'll stop right there
3: um hi, life for tanisha i'm so glad you're back on here i you know, I apologize when I blocked you that time because it wasn't, I didn't mean to. So I just had to shout her out. She gets a special shout out. <laughs> so my story is way different. Um, I have been an entrepreneur for 16 years in January. And it, you know, I started, it was always a desire in my heart. Like everywhere, one of my businesses, I'm not going to go into all of them, but um, is which is it I have a child care, I have a child care, <clears throat> and so children would follow me. My husband was like, Yo, this is crazy how these kids keep following you like everywhere you go, you know. And so, um, I was just, you know, I was in my jobs just like Tatum, and I'm so glad we're sharing this because I know God is speaking to some people, but I was in my jobs, you know, and um, I just was in my jobs, I would always do well you know, hit a ceiling and I'm like, I am bored. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, fine. And then, you know, I would keep going and move and this. And so, you know, my, when I was dating my husband, I was actually dating him, um, he knew he, we, we had talked about a, having a, you know, a childcare. And so I said, okay, you know, and he was like, you know, one day, you know, he said, you know, he was just sharing me what he saw for me with the business um, even when we were dating and so I said okay fine I was in the jobs and then finally one day oh no we were living in one in a house we had our townhouse and um, I, I I just said I, I don't I said I, I don't want to do this anymore <laughs> like but I needed a plan right mm-hmm. I needed a plan you have to plan have to have a plan and you don't count you got to count the cost okay you got to count the cost And um, especially when you have a family, yo, when you single, you can do all of that. But when you got a family, you can't just be all willy nilly. Like if a man don't work, he don't, you know, don't work, he don't eat. All that scripture too. Don't come for me. And so we talked, we got a plan. And so we knew, I knew I wasn't doing childcare and being pregnant. That was a, that was out the question. All right. And so um, we had our second child. We knew we wanted to have two children, so we had our sec. we were um, having our second child. We had found a new, we were buying a, um, a new house, another house, single family, and um, coming out of the townhouse to a single family. And so I-, I said, okay, this is a good time. You know, let's, let's, once, once I have the second child, I, we may as well just open the business because now, you know, we don't have to pay for childcare, you know, and, um, you know, it, it just worked out. And I was like, I wanted, I love, you know, every mom doesn't want to stay at home, but listen, Proverbs 31, she was making that money in the house. And yeah, I just cooked for my husband before I came down here. So, you know, it's like, yeah, like what? So (laughs) Proverbs 31, she was doing it all. She was bad, right? That's what we are supposed to be virtuous women. And so, um, I, I said, okay. And so we, I left my job. And when I first started, shout out to Mia. Mia was, uh, Mia was Mia's on here. Um, but when I first started, I had one child. Y'all, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm cracking up. I was like, hold up now. My God. Oh, my goodness. What am I going to do? So it was just one. I started in my home. Um, because that's, you know, the plan that God gave us, you know, it worked, it worked, you have to do what works, yeah, and we have to figure that out, you know, but we don't have to figure it out alone,
0: yeah. and
3: so, you know, I, I had one child, I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, this, this ain't, this is, you know, like, uh, like you were, Tatum, when it got to you. I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, nail biting. I was like, yo, this is crazy. So I was like, okay. But this is walking by faith. Everything we talk about is walking by faith. Yeah. And so God called me to this business. And, you know, I remember the times and I'm like, man, you know, and so many things you have to figure out along the way because, and like Tatum said, I love what you were saying about the young lady, because sometimes, you know, you don't listen, when you go to your job, you're not always in there saying God said this. God said that, you know, when I when I'm interviewing a a parent or family, I don't have to say God said, you know, God, God said all of this because it's my business is here. Like you can see the fruit. Right. So. You know, um, we want to get into that part too, but I wanted to share my story because I was at a different phase in my life. I had a family and everything, and so we I left, my husband supported it, and we did it. it it was not always easy. We had to trust God, I had obstacles, you know, I had to push through. you know, you have to have um, some tenacity about you as an entrepreneur. you listen. No's are going to come, but I, I'm one. No does not mean that you're going to stop this show
1: Yeah. because
3: God called me to this. Mm-hmm. So it's always another way around. You know, have I wanted to call it sometimes, which we're going to talk about? Absolutely. But what I want to share with you all is that just because you may have been on a job for 40 years, it is never too late to do what you love. If God, God will give you a plan, you know, everybody's not called to, but I love my journey, being able to be home, raise my children, like Mm -hmm. be able to be there for them, be able to cook for them, be able to send them Mm -hmm. off or to school and just be that mom, nurture your children. Yo, that's Proverbs. So, and, and still make money. Let me be very clear. Run me them coins. (laughs) but I wanted us and I love that we're doing this in February in black history month. And as women, because, you know, so many women have been downtrodden, you know, some of you, but there's something in you that God, God gives us gifts Mm -hmm. and he gives good gifts Mm -hmm. and he gives it to us so that he can multiply us. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: And so I really wanted to share that part of this, um, my story, with the child care for 16 years, you know, and I remember my mom one time saying, you're going to be catapulted in renown. And I think this was one time when I had like, my enrollment was low. Like I was like, okay, you know what God, like seriously. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden here come the flood. It was like Peter, when he told Jesus told him to fish, <laughs> I mean, they would just come in, they would always flood in. So whenever it looked like, with my natural eyes, a drought was coming, God would always multiply it. Mm -hmm. I cannot explain it. That's not my job because I'm not God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. he would always multiply it. And so we want to share that part because we got to give you the faith part Mm -hmm. and knowing that if God gives you a vision, you have to be faithful to what the vision is things in your vision will change parts of it will you know shift you have to be flexible with what god like tatum shared in her parts i've had to be flexible you know i did stuff you know i I didn't talk to too many um because i started in my home you know sometimes people look at you as a mom and pop oh you just in your home You you don't have a real business. You're a babysitter. Excuse me, I don't sit on babies. First of all, that part. What I do do is educate children, young children, and it's called early childhood development. So you gonna run me some respect well, with a lot
0: uh, less overhead. So, huh? With a lot less overhead. So, and you so building, but you're probably in the red, paying for that building. So,
3: <laughs> yeah, but it just shows you because people, you know, so I, you have to keep a standard and just say and and know what you're doing right and so and i didn't know like tatum said well she had a background and i had no background in what i was doing so first things first even before i started i I was like let me find out what you have to do to get into this field right so then I, i think at that time you only had to have eight hours of training first of all I'm not leaving my child with nobody It has only eight hours of training. (laughs) So I was like, I would not do this. This is crazy. Like to me, I was like, where's the standard? Okay. You have to set standards for yourself. And if you, you know, God is an excellent God. Let's talk about that for a second. Mm -hmm. He's an excellent God. So if he's excellent, we should be operating in excellence. That doesn't mean perfect. I'm talking about a caliber of excellency, mm-hmm. like excellence. And so I was like, "This is crazy. I can't do this." My conscience <laughs> and my my the the conviction from the Lord. I was like, "It's nowhere in the world because it's not going to be like you said before, Tatum, sustainable." Yeah. So I did ninety. I think I did. I went above and beyond what they asked. Because I was like, "This is crazy. You can't do that,
1: mm-hmm. and
3: even through my journey, it was different. I didn't get my masters until twenty nineteen, but I kept mm-hmm. going with my education. I would do the ninety hours, then I got my associates then two years later, I think I got my back in the field because I wasn't in this field, mm-hmm. and then I got my masters, so it was through the working of it, but you have to have some tenacity about you. You have to have some grit about you. So I want to adapt. We're going to, because everything we're talking about, you know, there are laws in the land. So you got to, first, you're going to have to make sure, let's talk about some business violence, Tatum.
0: <laughs> I mean, what, what I like that you said was you did the research to figure out what it takes to have this type of business. You then realized as you're somebody who falls into your target audience, oh i don't want to leave my child with somebody who only has eight hours worth of training so now you may have done you you went above and beyond from that standpoint but what you were also doing was maintaining a competitive edge and a unique selling proposition that sets your center apart from others because you can put my mind always goes to marketing so you could put down on like your website and your marketing materials that this is the standard but loving hands goes above the standard by having more education, by having extra certifications, by having all of these things, and so that's something that business owners really need to consider. And I believe a what a, where a lot of people of faith fall short is we hop right into it with our hearts, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But you have to be strategic in the way that you're doing things, especially if you're somebody who you have a family. You can't just be out here. I was young. I wasn't married. I ain't had no kids. I could eat PB&J for, you know, seven days a week, breakfast, lunch, and dinner if I wanted to, because I had the that advantage at that time. But if you're somebody who has a family thing, you can't just be jumping into things. right? If you are young, you still shouldn't just be jumping into things. So how much is it going to cost to run this business? I know in, in Maryland, you got to file every single year. So, you know, one cost you're going to have every year is $300 to make sure that your business stays in good standing so you can file that. You, If you do your research, you know that it costs, I don't even know how much it costs now, maybe like a couple hundred to register your business with the state. So you need to act, write that down as a cost. So don't just hop right into doing the business. How right. does it cost to operate this business and make sure that you're able to do that? And then doing market research and going, how much are people charging for child care centers? How is, like, what is my overhead? What's the the price point of the industry? And then coming up with your price from there. These are all things that you think about before you create a website. I feel like a lot of people hop straight into the Instagram pages and uh, the emotional side of the business and telling their story and all of that. But don't take the time to really do the business foundation because mm-hmm. those are the things that those are the foundations that you're able to build on and make your business sustainable and not wishy-washy and you are absolutely right because let me tell you something
3: if you think you don't you think you don't file that business filing and you think it's not coming back go to get a loan go to get a grant and it's coming up mm-hmm. you better keep your stuff together you know, it's more than what you're presenting to people. It's mm-hmm. the work behind it. It's the paperwork behind it. And I forgot one part that I didn't share in my story. The Lord just reminded me when I first started um, my my center, uh, my childcare. I call, it was loving. It was it's always been loving hands, um, but it was loving hands. I think daycare, loving hands daycare, um, and then it was, my tagline was nurturing your child with God's love. But as I kept going, I changed my tagline. And it didn't say that anymore. And it is now learn, play, discover, and grow. And so it's how God gives it to you. It's how God gives it to you to grow. When you go to Chick-fil-A, who everybody on here probably go to, unless you're a vegetarian, even then you probably go get a salad and them fries. Chick-fil-A does not have a jesus sign stuck up on the wall but what they do have is a brand that is given by god and and they stick to it they still close on sundays and everybody adheres to it <laughs> because they decided to honor god on that day you know but it but it's the model that god gave them you understand so what what, what i'm saying is god may have you switch up some stuff but it does not mean that marketplace And Like it's supposed to go together. Mm -hmm. And we have been so conditioned to the world that we, we get in the world system and we don't get into God's system Mm -hmm. because God wants us to, now I'm not saying, gay, listen, God will use you in your jobs. Everybody's not called to entrepreneurship. That's fine. Marketplace and ministry can go a whole lot of different ways because God can call you to be a judge, a lawyer, whatever. He can raise you up in, in the area that you're in. So we're not, I'm not diminishing that. But I want, we wanted to talk about marketplace and ministry because for some of you, God is calling you out of the job, you know, the the nine to five. He's Or whatever your hours might be, <laughs> okay, but mm-hmm. he might be calling you out of that. And so that's what we want to share. Or maybe it's called, he calling you to do both. Maybe that's a part of your strategy. So yeah, I
0: would add yeah. to tell you that sometimes marketplace and ministry doesn't mean that you're leaving your job to work in a business full time. You can mm-hmm. have your funds to where you're investing in other businesses. And so now you get paid your royalty or your uh, equity payout, however you have it set up. Mm-hmm. You're getting paid that and you don't have to deal with the day-to-day of a business. Like I think about my aunt where she's she and I are going into business together now to where we're expanding Anchor Media and now we're buying this property together. She still works for the government full time, but she owns real estate and collects her rent payments and makes money that way. She's going to retire from the government. She ain't going nowhere. She's like, I'm going to work my way up in this system. I'm gonna get my money. I'm gonna retire from there and get get my retirement. But I'm also gonna do these things on the side. Business doesn't always look like you're creating a product to sell. You can be investing. You can buy, no, Tawanda, buying real estate and renting it out and collecting your checks. And you go. The thing. So, one thing that every business needs is money. So wherever you're at in your journey, if you don't know what exactly you're doing, uh, what exactly you're going to be doing, just start putting money to the side because it all costs money. That's so just good. Start money to the side so that you're ready. When this opportunity came up, where us we're buying this property right now, I didn't know that I was going to be doing that this year. I signed a whole lease in the space I am now for another year. So <laughs> the, the opportunity come up where they really like, okay, this is a, this is uh, how much this costs. One, you need 20%. So because I'm, you know, good steward over my finances. Oh, I got 20%. Cool. I don't even want to spend the 20%. So let me get an investor come in so I don't have to. And that's where my aunt came in. But even with that, like when this opportunity came up with the bank, you need to submit your tax returns for the last three years, your profit and loss statement for the last year that concluded because we ain't did taxes on 2021 yet. All of those business affairs were in order. So now an opportunity has come for us to own real estate for Anchor Media, and I'm ready. I wasn't expecting it, but because the business stuff is in order, I'm ready. And God is good. Good, this space that we're moving into already has tenants in it, so I can stay where I am for the rest of my lease term and become a commercial landlord and collect my check until I'm ready to do it. And so it's like the simple things of just making sure that your business is in order making sure you're putting money to the side. Cause again, you're going to always need money. So make sure you're putting money to the side and things of that nature will allow you to be in a position to take advantage of whenever God says it's time to go.
3: That's good, Tana. That's really good. Um, I like what you were saying about, you know, when we talked about like business filings, please make sure um, you are uh, in good standing Um, and then make sure that you, you know, your, your account, if you don't know, okay, let me, let me give an example. I like money, but I don't like to do accounting. It is the most horrendous thing in the world to me, just to me, somebody else. Oh, that's the thing. But okay. At some point I had to relinquish that. Because like you said, you're gonna to have to invest back in your business. Nobody, you, it's no way you can start a business and not put something back into it, investing into it. Even when, it, like I mentioned about the, my education, I was still investing in my business. All right, so you have to invest in your own. Listen, you can, you have. That's all about being a good steward. It, mm-hmm. it is, it is. You have a look, girl. You can keep that accounting, uh, April listen i can't oh lord help me but (laughs) i have an accountant you know you have to put these things i didn't start there but these are things you have to put in place because of if you're one thing an entrepreneur make sure you have a plan of where you're going you know even her whatever the investments come make sure you have a plan a five-year plan what is my five years gonna look like what are the next five years going to look like to me for for my family for Mm -hmm. my business where am I trying to go okay I may not know how to like for me I saw like Tatum wanted to see the big picture I saw the big picture Mm -hmm. but I can't forget all these details to get to or I'm never going to get to the big picture
0: yeah
3: when an artist is painting the picture the canvas is blank and the more strokes they put on, the more they shade, the more they draw. I don't know why the Lord got me doing this, but the more they shade, the more they draw, the more they just keep going at it, it becomes a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And so with that, you just have to know, like, I, I'm creating a masterpiece, you know, and this is what I see. This is and And one thing about faith, like Tatum was saying, you know, it's as you go. It's, it's not faith is, you know, worked out through patience. It's worked out through patience. Mm-hmm. I can't, you have to keep walking it out. Mm-hmm. You you have to keep walking it out or you're never going to see the big picture. You're mm-hmm. never going to see all of what God has for you. So I wanted to, t- so make sure you have an account. Make sure you have those biz files because two years ago, the Lord has shared that, you know, It was going to be the greatest season for the kingdom of God. You know, that the harvest, God was releasing a harvest, an end time harvest. And so listen, the coins been running. (laughs) I'm going to leave it there. The
0: coins been running. And I'll add too, Tariya, I think one of the secrets to success is self-awareness. Yes. uh, When we become entrepreneurs, we put ourselves, first of all, you have to name yourself something in your business. And this is a very underutilized aspect because you can be the CEO, you can be the president, you can just be the founder. You need to figure out which part of the business are you going to be in. If you're going to be the CEO of the business, that's an executive role that has roles and responsibilities and requirements and tasks. It is a job in and of itself. And usually people start businesses based off of something they're passionate about, a problem Mm -hmm. they solve, something they're expert in. But you have to, you when you start your business, you're no longer just the subject matter expert. You're also in a leadership role with the responsibility to drive your business forward. So one of those foundational things is what role am I going to take in my business? If you look at the CEO role, I have a friend where she was like, she gave herself this title and realized that she wasn't good at it and she didn't want it. So she took the step back from being a CEO of her company to just being the founder, because those roles and responsibilities where she wasn't, she didn't have the skill set to be able to do. And that comes from a very self-aware place. Even when building out your business, knowing what you're going to need to make the business go forward. So I have a marketing background. So that's where I'm easy. I know how to make money, but the managing of that money, that's when I was like, okay, that's where I need to bring an accountant in. And not only just an accountant, but what role do I want a financial person to play? Are they an account? Are they a bookkeeper, which is more data entry? Is that what you need? Do you need somebody who's going to make sure that the money is organized and accounted for and assigned to certain places? Um, do you need an accountant who is going to make sure your taxes are paid or um, make sense of what those numbers and what that data means? Or do you need a CFO who is going to be able to forecast and project and multiply your money? Those are three different jobs in that one accounting fear that you have to know which one you need. So in the beginning of my business, I needed a bookkeeper. So I'm like, I could do that. It wasn't too many moving parts. So I don't, I'm don't. i not going to bring in a bookkeeper. I'm just going to make sure I'm spending time to organize my finances. Then when we started making money and now these numbers need to be um, articulated or made sense of, that's when an accountant came in. Thankfully, I married one. So, I was good. <laughs> so then... <laughs> So then from there, though, as the business grew, I knew, okay, now I need a CFO. I need somebody who is going to forecast and allow me to be set up. And so with BJ, his job in the company is to be a CFO. So you, we can find somebody else to organize data or whatever. I need you to forecast so that we can make strategic long-term decisions. And so, again a big part of building your business is to know the roles that are required to make that business run. If you're somebody, you know, you're not good at marketing that maybe needs to be one of your first outsourcing. Okay. Let me bring in, I know I could keep the books organized. Let me bring in a marketer so I can start making more money. Let me bring in maybe a coach or a consultant to somebody or somebody to come in and help me to, build out these foundational things or let me go to the sba which is a free resource free realize a lot of their tools so that i can make sure that my business is set up but i wanted to cover that too because the executive side of running a business is so underutilized and everybody gets caught up in the grind and what yeah. you up with is maybe making a lot of money that you don't keep uh, missing up more money because you weren't paying attention to the details So i definitely wanted to cover that too
3: yeah, April said um, that's such a um awesome way to explain that. Mm-hmm. Uh let's talk about since we're there, since she just broke that down. Let's break down intellectual properties. Oh yeah, 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 So I'm not a lawyer, but okay. Not well, hard. I was in not, business- neither am I, not at all. I don't <laughs> want
0: to be that either, but go ahead. Yeah, when I was in business school, the classes I did the best in was uh business law and qualitative analysis so this is where I get to geek out when it comes to like the law stuff and qualitative analysis but with intellectual property this is big and I teach my podcasters that sometimes it's not always about if you need to file a trademark but it's you need to know where you can operate so you're not infringing on someone else's Mm -hmm. and so if a trademark specifically is like a marriage you have to use it to keep it you're committed to it it's it costs money to do and so if you're not married to something, I always tell people, don't go right into trademarking it because you got to use it. So if you don't use it, you're going to lose it anyway. So now you just made, uh, you just wasted money on this. Mm-hmm. And so, but I always say connect with a lawyer when you're naming your business or things of that nature, because they'll also be able to tell you where you need to stay away from. So, for example, we did um, Anchor Media, we did a planner, it's a podcast planner. So I'm doing my research to see, has anybody done a podcast planner before? So I found someone who did and it's called the podcast planner. So then I looked it up on a trademark site to see, you know, if they have a trademark for it, because if they didn't, it's free game. If they do, then I need to watch what I do. So I look it up and they have one. It's on like the sub register and not the main one. So I'm like, okay, this is where we get beyond my scope of competency. So let me call my lawyer. So I call my lawyer. I'm like, okay, this is, I'm doing this planner. There's something out here called this. Where do I need to go? Or what line do I need or box do I need to stay in when creating it? So she told me something that was pretty dope. She was like, you can call it the planner. Because I wanted to call it the profitable podcast planner. Because our unique selling proposition with Anchor Media is. This episode is brought to you by NPR. As a Black woman, it is just so important to have Black stories and to see myself represented in the media. As a mother of two beautiful Black little boys, it's important for me to show them representations of themselves in the media so that they can be inspired and know that the possibilities are endless for them and their futures, and also so that they can see their stories told. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Now, listen, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. It's not just about the growth, but it's about what we net, what we take home. And NetSuite gives you the perfect opportunity to net more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one
2: source of truth.
0: With the way that the economy is looking right now, everything costs so much. So when it comes to these businesses, we have to make sure that we are cutting costs and finding ways to save money and boost performance at the same time. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind, flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com blessed we don't just teach you how to create shows. We teach you how to create shows that make money for your business and that grow so that you can make money from advertisers and things of that nature. So she says, well, the planner is not something that anybody can trademark because it's descriptive. So you can't trademark the sky, the floor, the ceiling, the microphone. So I was like, perfect. I'm going to just call it the planner because I'm not infringing on anybody else's trademark. And I don't have to trademark it myself. I can just go, you know, and stay within this box. So intellectual property is important. Now, if you come across something like God is my CEO to where I'm like, all right, I have a bigger vision for it. I want to do merch. I have like way bigger goals that I haven't communicated yet that I want to do. So now let me go and see about getting this trademark. And so going to my lawyer, she went, uh, she helped me facilitate. So now we have the trademark for that. So um, Anchor Media, Anchor Media has big goals, so Anchor Media needed to be trademarked, and anchored in any form is usually pretty common, so I wanted to trademark it to make sure that when we're talking about the media capacity of podcasting and things like that, no one else can do that as I'm trying to build out this brand, so we went ahead and did that. I've trademarked a couple other things, but it's always first a conversation with a lawyer.
3: There you go. I'm glad we talked about that because You want um, a lawyer, you need to have, you need to have legal counsel, you know, and you want to make sure you can have somebody, you can talk these things through. And that also goes into even insurances. Okay. Um, You have to have different insurances. (laughs) <laughs> um, I know, you know, with, I I don't know how many insurance policies I have, but you, you know, you want to make sure that you're covered. Like she said, even from the, from the business filing and the, and the, that aspect with the lawyer and then the insurances to go along with it, there are different insurances that come along with specific businesses. Okay. So mm-hmm. you're going to have to make sure, like, like, you know, I, I remember starting out as a sober proprietor. And I was business, and they were like, no, no, you need to get that out of your name because they can sue, you know, you and your home and your family and take whatever. Okay. So then I switched to an LLC. And so you need to, but and with that came more money that need to be spent. Yeah. <laughs> that that business filing, that Lord that we know uh the good governor gonna let up on, but uh the business filing and the insurances that came there were many more insurances that came with my with me changing over now yes i spent more money but would i rather spend the money there or if a child slipped on my property and now they're suing my family you mm-hmm. understand could take my home then i have no more business so you mm-hmm. have to look at all of that and i wanted to talk about insurances on here because those that is big yeah. you have to make sure you ensure like it's just like your car, like, okay, your car insurance. You don't let your car, well, I know it depends on the state you live in, but the one we live in, oh, you let that insurance lapse. <laughs> you're, in, oh, you're in trouble. So you can't let certain things lapse, you know, and things of that nature. You need to make sure that you have insurance in place for what you're doing. Okay. So I wanted to talk about insurance. I know what Tatum's talking about as far as what role you play in your business you know how i know when i first started i didn't have employees now Mm -hmm. i have employees y'all feels good it feels so good (laughs) Mm -hmm. but let me say this it was always a part of my vision to own it okay Mm -hmm. but i had to work it yeah that's the truth i had to work it Mm -hmm. but um i have employees you know i have a payroll these are things that go with companies Mm -hmm. You know, um, insurance, not just regular insurance. You may have to get health insurance, you know, as you grow, you know, we have health insurance in our business, you know, my, I, I, man, I'm thank God. The more I think about it as we talking about this, we, we want to share all this with you so that you can know that it's possible. All right. So we talked about insurance. We talked about intellectual properties. We talked about lawyers. All right, let's dive into, um, I know we talked about wise counsel, but you may need consultants depending on what type of business, you know, um, we have a nonprofit. So, you know, I I, I never did a nonprofit. And that's a whole nother sector because, um, you know, it's different than a, you know, your own company, you know, it's a whole nother level. So, you know, shout out to uh jill i i love to shout jill out um but uh the savvy servant and um but consulting you might need a consultant someone to help you build the because if the foundation if there's cracks in the foundation right you're already gonna have a problem you have to make sure the foundation you can change the windows. You can change the doors. You can make paint it over. You can get new siding. But you need to make sure that that foundation of your business and everything we're talking about is foundations of business. You got to make sure it's tight, y'all. You got to make sure it's tight, all right? So um, you might need a consultant to help you through. Um, one thing I love about Tatum, <laughs> this girl is a negotiator like, Yo, I don't understand. The the the, the girl it's like I, I don't want to talk about but she bad. That's what I said before, but she is like the negotiating queen. Mm-hmm. So you may have to negotiate sir, or talk about I want to talk about negotiating. I don't know why I went there, but negotiate some of these things. You may have to negotiate, but you certain things, you know, you want to you want to make sure
0: that you are utilizing all of your resources. Yeah. And I think that's where tenacity comes in. Because I remember when I was hiring, I was like, okay, I can't pay anybody. Initially, I'm like, I can't pay anybody a full time salary, but let's figure out what we can do. Because mm-hmm. the worst thing somebody can say is no. So I'm going to ask. If there's one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ask. So I'm, you know, when I first hired our uh, marketing manager, She's full-time now, but when I first hired her, she wasn't. So I'm like, okay, what, what are your goals or whatever? So she is entrepreneurial, so she wanted she wanted to learn more about business and things like that. Okay, so I can't maybe pay you a full-time salary, but I can mentor you in this capacity and that's valuable. So I'm like, okay, what, about, what else? And I know she was interested in like education. So what we did was um, one thing we have in our offerings, whether it's part-time or full-time is... If you want to get a certification or something like that, make your case. So in her case, her getting a digital marketing certification is beneficial for her and her goal and is beneficial for us as a company. So we pay for it. Cool. That's easy. Even with that, getting creative with our offerings. So like, uh, yes, marketing yes. Is a that drives sales. So I said, OK, here we'll do a base pay. And then we'll do a percentage of any sales, any digital sales that you make because that's your job, right? Marketing. So that's going to make money digitally. So we'll add a percentage there. So it takes me as the business owner off the hook, uh, but and it also incentivizes her to work harder because she gets paid more in that way. And so that's something that I really learned just happened to work with what I had in the beginning, just how to get creative and to negotiate and get people who are passionate about, the company and figure out how I can serve them as they're serving us um, has been really important
3: too. Yeah. I, um I know what you mean about incentives and it, of course it depends on what industry you're in, but they're always incentives in an industry. All right. Mm-hmm. So I know for me, you know, it was, Hey, the best form of advertisement still to this day is word of mouth. I don't get what you say. Mm-hmm. Word of mouth is still the best, the best, the best. Now I'm not saying you don't spend money in marketing and all of this stuff, but
0: people are going to facilitate word of mouth. That's all it all goes right. To. That's so. what influencer marketing is, and all of that. It's paid to facilitate word of mouth, which is number one. That part.
3: <laughs> and so, even with uh, you know, I've given you know parents discounts, you know, because if the parents are talking, all right, the kids are coming. Oh, you get a credit. Oh, yes, you do. You get you get a credit for that. Thank you. So, you know, th- these are things that you can do that don't really cost you anything. Because if you, okay, you give a parent a discount, but now you have a whole new family or you have, a you know, your business is growing. And so we're just giving you some tips. Um, let's see. Um, let's talk about like contracts, policies and procedures. That good stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: First of all, contracts will set you free. Um, I'm very heavy on contracts. Again, that's why you need a lawyer. Uh, My lawyer actually does like, she has this contract suite to where um, on her website to where she provides templates. So you don't have to pay to speak one-on-one or pay the cost to have like the uh, more specific things come up. But small things like an independent contractor agreement or service agreement, NDAs, like those general things, she has like a a suite where she sells templates for it. And she always jokes like Tatum has bought everything. And like, absolutely. Because if I need this and you got it and I got to spend like $150 or something for the template, that's a no brainer. And it has all the legal jargon and things that's necessary to cover me. So having a contract, even if it's not, even if you're doing something pro bono, it needs to be expectations in place especially for um, people if you're doing some sort of partnership. And I see a lot of, if I work with people and they are working with somebody else, I always ask if they have like a partnership agreement or something or operating agreement. Most of the time they don't. And that really matters. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. We talk all the time on this podcast about how you should be an effective CEO of your business and make the best long-term business decisions. That's why I'm so excited to talk to you about NetSuite. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control that you need to make better decisions faster. And for the first time in NetSuite's 22 years as the number one cloud financial system, you can defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six months. That's no payment and no interest for six months. And you can take advantage of this special financing offer today. Suite is number one because they give your business everything that you need in real time, all in one place to reduce manual processes, boost efficiency, build forecasts and increase productivity across every department. Now, again, in order for you to make the right executive decisions, you need to have all the information. And sometimes it can just be a waste of mental space to have to go through so many different manual processes, different places, and just redundant systems to find the information that you need. So having it all in one place is absolutely necessary for you to make the best decisions. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite giving visibility and control over their financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. If you've been sizing NetSuite up to make the switch, then you know this deal is unprecedented. No interest, no payments. Take advantage of this special financing offer at netsuite.com blessed. netsuite.com blessed to get the visibility and control that you need to weather any storm netsuite.com slash blessed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like my best self when I'm in therapy, when I am praying, spending time with God, but I'm also seeking a professional to help me navigate all of the craziness that life can throw at us. You guys have heard me talk over the last year or so about my experiences with therapy, many of the aha moments that I received, and just how my therapist was able to really help me work through some of the things that I don't often share with people because I feel crazy, I feel like I'm by myself, and that's just not healthy. Talking to somebody has been extremely beneficial for me to work through my emotions and again, to be my best self. If you're on the fence or you're considering giving therapy a try, I highly suggest BetterHelp because they're a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and it's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you want a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com blessed Today to get ten percent off your first month. That's betterhelp.com H-E-L-P. dot com slash blessed. even if it's more of a, a customer service uh, or a customer or service mm-hmm. type of relationship, having that in place. These days, everybody goes online and tells everything. So having some type of defamation clause in your contract. So you can't go online because you mad that, I, that you wanted to talk to me and I wasn't on the phone or whatever. You can't go on the internet and say, duh, 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 this person's a scammer and blah, blah, blah. You can't do that because this contract says that you <laughs> gotta be quiet and be mad. You can't go on the internet. So having all of these things in place um, to protect you So yeah. if somebody doesn't pay on time. What happens? At what point does their service get disconnected? Is there a fee involved with them being late? All of these things are just specific and people ask me stuff like, I don't know, let's go back to the contract because I'm not going, I don't have to keep it up here if it's on paper. So <laughs> having these contracts in place, I. It's is mandatory. There's no way you can run business without
3: having um a contract in any yeah. business. Yeah, you have to have a contract. Um, I know in in my field, like um Prophetess Monique was saying, must ask the tough conversations. You really do because <laughs> um you really, really do. And even um as Tatum and I were talking, and I've moved more into you know a ceo type role and and at some point thank you jesus hallelujah just the owner okay i felt that thing in my spirit all right so, <laughs> um but having these policies in place okay i have contracts but i also have a parent handbook all right so whatever is not because the contract is just laying out pretty much your payments the the hours of our operation those type of things but the handbook is more in depth so the handbook has all this good stuff in it right um uh, all the good, all the meaty stuff that I can go back and say, um, according to page 22 of parent handbook, this is what's going to happen if you don't give me what I need or whatever it may be, or our met or our, our policy on sickness or illnesses or whatever it may be, but you have to. And then now let me just jump. That's that side of it. But now with the employee side of it, okay. Handbook, an employee handbook, you know, contract you have these are things that have to be in place because it sets the standard not just for the employee but for you so it keeps everybody accountable right so even the employee can call me out you know and i even had um outsourced because sometimes you know i don't know how you can be a business owner and just be completely selfish but that what we do, what we're talking about, everything me and Tatum are talking about is integrity, all right? Because mm-hmm. the bottom line is, in everything you do, you have to have integrity. Yeah. You know, if that contract says something and you as the owner didn't hold up your end, just like you want them to hold up their end, they can come and say you didn't hold up your end.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You And now, okay, you might have to let somebody out or whatever. You got to do what you got. You got to uphold what you put in place mm-hmm. <laughs> or didn't. Or didn't right? Mm-hmm. So um you got to have that, and just you know, I, I because sometimes you know, I know I was the you know, I'm the, I was the supervisor. I'm the supervisor, of everything. So I'm like, I can't have that. So mm-hmm. now I have to have an HR, you know, a consultant. I need somewhere an outlet. You, I needed an outlet for my staff to be able to go to outside of me. You know what I mean? Yes, they can go to EEO, whatever. But I wanted them to know that this is a place. Where I'm not the end all be all, you know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. one, you're never gonna grow. Like, first of all, nobody gonna want to work for you. Nobody, <laughs> oh. nobody's gonna want to work for you. So, um, mm-hmm. just having those, like, those outsourcing resources, like uh, Tatum and I were talking about, so that you can grow your company, you know, grow your business. Um, well, I, well, depending on where y'all are, but you know. You might have a conglomerate at some point, Hallelujah.
0: <laughs> so so to to, um, with the policies and procedures, one thing that's consistent upon using the Chick-fil-a example is their customer service. no matter it's a it's a, a franchise. So there are plenty of locations everywhere. but their customer service is consistent because there's a policy of procedure and a training in place for that. So as business owners, we have to make sure that we have our workflows, our SOPs, standard operating procedures written out. So if I can't do something, somebody else should be able to come in, pick up where I left off and keep it going because the process is already ironed out. And then going back to insurance, a lot of businesses, you're the key man. So something that we're actively into right now is making sure we have key man insurance. So if something happens to me, because I'm the subject matter expert when it comes to working with a lot of these shows. My business needs to make sure that it gets paid out so that the business has time to basically handle any adjustments that need to happen as a result of me not being able to show up. That's important. And so when even having that insurance protects the company from me not being able to show up, but then also if I just take a day off or go on vacation and something happens, somebody should be able to pick up and do things. So, we have a ton of trainings and SOPs, everything that is housed on our system. So, whenever somebody comes in, interns or whoever, everything is done the same way every time. Mm-hmm. Another um, word for integrity is unity. So, across the board, no matter who's working, there needs to be a, uni- a unified approach to how the business does things. And you do that by having those trainings and those SOPs in place. And a state operated procedure is easy. Just literally type out what you're doing. <laughs> That's it. And, some, and we've done that this year. So we had our, um, we do a company meeting at the end of every year. And so I take, I create the SOPs and then I walk through them with whoever's job it is to say, was this clear to you? So read this. <laughs> do it. Let's see if you got the same result that I got when I did it. Because if you didn't, that means there's something missing in the SOP because the, the continuity isn't there. Or let me make sure that's easy for you to understand. Because what's the use of me doing this if you can't pick it up and actually um, facilitate whatever it is the SOP is about. So stuff like that is simple. But yeah. That tedious, not sexy stuff of, uh, that's a part of business that a lot of people skip over and you just simply can't. You can't.
3: Um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, and you said you meet with your staff at the end of the year. Um, and I, I you know, I have to meet with mine a little more often than that. But
0: oh, it no, just a company meeting where we okay. go over like the year and all of that. But we meet every week.
3: And I, um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Having regular meetings and even um, like we were talking about the hard conversations. Okay, what? let's get to the what is the issue what what like what is going on right now you know and like for me my mind is like a tripart like so i have families <laughs> the overall and i have my staff so my my i have to look at it from okay I want to, I'm going to, I want to protect families. I want to protect staff and I have to protect the overall. So figuring that out, because if families clash with one staffer or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If they, if they they clash with one staff person, one, I always build my staff up. But if, if there is something and you have not let me know what that is, I can't help you. I need to be able to assist you. You know what I mean? So it's like, How do we figure this out? Because, and and sometimes, you know, that resolve may be someone is terminated. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Now that could be the family (laughs) or that could be the parent. I mean, the staffer, you know, but I'm sharing all of this because we have to know you know, and not only that, the the family can terminate me, you know what I mean? So it's not like it can't go the other way around, but I'm just sharing all of this where we're sharing information with you all so that you can really start to think about the depths of what it takes to build, build a business. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you're doing what we do, You might just have your, you know, but you, even with that, you need policies, procedures and things like that. I do want to talk about, I know we talked about marketing a little bit. I know that's Tatum's like whole thing. Um, and so marketing is one thing, but I want to talk about if you are self-employed, please make sure that you, at some point, if not at the beginning, or, you know, I don't know where you are. Some of you are already entrepreneurs. Please make sure you have something for you. You may get paid, but make sure you have a a simplified employee pension, like a set plan, something you didn't work and do all of this to have nothing at the end, you know, or to be able to leave anything, you know, and that's one thing, even what we're talking about, I'm trying to create generational wealth, not just something that's going to be for me you know i want i want to leave a legacy i want to leave a legacy i want to leave a legacy i don't want it it's not just about me i want to leave a legacy not just with my not just with my lineage but with families i want to make impact in the community all of it goes together um and so let's talk about that Tatum cuz you know sometimes we work and we grind ourselves to the bone And then we have nothing. Yes. Okay. You, you, you got this grandiose and you got, but you have nothing. You've set nothing aside for yourself. You didn't plan for another day.
0: Yeah. So for me, that looks like one, not just financially setting myself up, but creating a working environment that fits my, the lifestyle I want to live. So one setting myself up for the future. I want to retire at some point. So making sure I have retirement. So we've had those conversations. And um, I know the guy I was talking to was saying how it's cheaper for me to set my retirement up after I have a lump sum, let's say like $10,000. I'm like, okay, cool. So say 10 grand, then put that in your retirement and let the uh, financial person manage the retirement account. That's setting me up for the future. Um, but also just as a self-employed person, making sure that generational wealth goes beyond what I can leave financially for my son, but I want my son to grow up and not have to heal from his childhood because I was so ambitious. And so making sure that I set a work environment to where I'm present in my family. So everybody knows I go to bed <laughs> for sure. Don't text me after nine o'clock because you ain't going to get a response till the morning. And I'm going to respect you enough not to respond till maybe like seven, eight, it I told you me up. So I'll respond to you earlier. But, like most people, I won't respond to maybe like 9 a.m. or whatever because I'll be up early, early. But um, just making sure I have boundaries. Mm-hmm. I eat dinner with my family every night at six o'clock, I mean, at seven o'clock. So, between that time where we're sitting and talking about our day, I'm unavailable. And I'm not working after that either because me <laughs> and Beth, <we're> watch <laughs> Top Chef and all of the shows. Yes, Black, I love Top gonna, Chef. We're going to watch TV and chill and talk and hang out, and it can wait. Mm-hmm. And that's a mindset that I've had to adopt because in the beginning when you just started, it's that grind, it's that hustle, but after a while, it, it's just that grind is simply not sustainable. It's not
3: enough. Yeah, it's
0: not sustainable. It's not sustainable. So with that, um, I just try to make sure I have boundaries around work as well, so that I'm very present at home. And even, you know, the benefits that I have, like I have employees, but why do they benefits better than mine? <laughs> you know, like, I remember um I was talking to a friend of mine and she was like, you know, is it? I was sharing with her, like our benefit package. And I'm like, dang, like, that's, this is great. I'm able to offer something I wish I had when I was in my early 20s getting into the workforce. And she was like, but is, how is your, is your company a great place to work for you? And I was like, you know what? No, it really ain't. Because like, it is. <laughs> It's just not, I feel, I feel like I need more benefits. And so something that, um, that we started doing like this year. So I have a nanny and I wanted to go that route so that my son could be in the house. When I'm working from home, we all there. It's like, we all, this the village, we in the house. Right. And so, um, I switched her over to the business because I'm like, let the business pay her salary. And now we have childcare as a, a benefit. To be Anchor Media, I mean, to work for Anchor Media, I may be the only one with a child right now, but in the future, like child care now is a benefit. So now if I got to go speak, come on, we all going and my Mm -hmm. son can be there and I can be with him and I don't have to leave him anywhere. And we can have this life where he's able to see me work, but know that work isn't taking me away from him. And so that's big. And even with, with my marriage, like having those boundaries to where we're not, especially because we work together. We're not talking about work. Like we watching, like I said, Top Chef and Blackish and uh, Law and Order and all of these things and just having a regular life. So Mm -hmm. definitely making sure those financial things are set up. Even setting up my son. When I was pregnant, I opened up. I don't know a ton about investing, but I'm good at comprehending and reading. So, so, So I saw like, you know, certificates as a low risk way to save money. So I was like, cool. When I was pregnant, waddled down to the bank, was like, hey, I want to open up a certificate. It was like, cool. So I opened one up. I told my family for like a, a Christmas and the baby shower, just put money in his account. I gave out his account number. So I was like, oh, after a while, he had like a few grand. By the time it was time to close it, I said, Oh, okay, cool. So then we started talking about like life insurance policy. So me and BJ got one and then the, they told us to get one out on our son too because of the policy. <laughs> When he's older, he could pull money out from it if he wants to buy a house. Bet. So, we took the money from his certificate, paid off the premium for the year, used that rest and put it into a regular savings account. And now he's set financially. This year, I opened him up a custodial account. So, in an ESA, so he has an education savings account and a custodial account. And so, we just put money into those places. So, and then he has a, a vending machine. My aunt bought him a <laughs> vending machine for his first birthday. So now in our commercial properties, his machine is going to be there. So when he's older, he can learn the principles of business and inventory and all of that in like a low risk uh, type of way. And so just figuring out how to use what we have to set him up mm-hmm. financially and set, you know, set ourselves up financially. But then overall, how can we be present? How can I be a present parent and present in my household and making sure my business is not all great but my home. Yeah, yeah my and you lose
3: everything else. Exactly. I think that's a, a good thing because, you know, um, you have to have those boundaries. You have to have some things in place. And it's really good, um, you know, whether you're, well, when you're married, that you have someone who's on um, board with you, you know, to help you um, navigate this. And so... Um, I love everything. That's all of my notes because, oh, um, when we talked about web marketing, so I wanted to make sure that we covered, like really got into some meat of business because I know we said a lot of stuff, but I'm telling you, it's everything that you're going to need. And even like you were saying, Tatum, um, one thing that's not on here is just taking care of your health, you know, making sure that you like you get a break, you walk away, you know, you make time for yourself and, and even take care of your health, you know, make sure that you as the owner aren't, you know, building something to have, you know, just die. You know, that's not what life is about. You know, you should be able to enjoy that, make other people happy, and then make sure that you're happy too. You have to be happy when I say that I'm talking about your mental state and your health. I mean, I'm talking, yes, like go take a walk, walk, get you some fresh air, that kind of thing, because then you're not gonna be good for anybody else, you know, if if you're doing these things. So you have to make sure that you're doing what you need for you
0: too. And I would add to business is definitely going to be stressful. Like that's just a part of it. Mm-hmm. But um going back to self-awareness really knowing what makes you happy. You know what I mean? It's something I learned, especially after having a kid, is I don't like my son being my alarm clock because I <laughs> me, start my day at somebody like with somebody else needing me. So as soon as I get up, I gotta go straight to you, get you ready, get your breakfast together, uh, spend our time together, do all of this, then get myself ready, go to work, work in the business and do all of these, come home, dinner, get you ready for bed. At what point did I stop like and gather my, like I hated that. And that put me in such a a reactive state to start my day as opposed to proactive. And so I learned very, very early what I, for me to operate at my best for everybody and for myself, is I need to start my day without all of that. So I wake up before my, and that's my time where I'm sitting before God, like, God, what do you have for me to do today? So now I know that I've started my day with him. God has given me my instruction, rerouted whatever it is I have planned for that day. So now I know I'm honoring God with my day. I have that satisfaction. I'm clear-minded, happy and I have my coffee. I'm caught. Like I started my day taking care of myself. So now I can serve my family better and not have to be on edge or reactive. Like I'm now in control of my day because I took that time to start with God get myself together and then show up for the different hats that I wear. And so that just came from like, what makes me happy? And I, I'm i a big, I have like this list in my phone and I tell everybody to do it on things that just make me happy. And it's not even monetary. Usually right. it's going to Target with no list <laughs> and, uh, going, I really like oysters. So going to get like oysters from somewhere or just some good food or something, just things that make me happy. So at any point, if I'm stressed, Oh, no, we're going to my happy list. Everything's <laughs> canceled. Everybody can wait. I'm going to Target. Leave me alone. <laughs> and so um, just I think that's a big part of it, too. Just making sure that you don't lose yourself. Yeah. The, the wealth building or in the mom life or wife life and all of that, that you just make sure that you stay connected with God because even with that, the, you're making sure you stay connected with God is even more important as your business grows. Because you ain't gonna have time to be for four hours out that day. You, if an opportunity is presented to you, you got to be able to hear Holy Spirit instantly to know that it's a no, even if it looks great on paper. So being able to be connected with God and starting your day with Him to hear from Him, it puts you at a competitive advantage as you go throughout your go throughout your day. It's been plenty of time things have come up and I'm in the moment and God is like, no. And I got to tell them, no, I'm sorry. I can't do that. It makes great sense. And I, I my heart is breaking a little bit, but <laughs> it's, it's a no because God said no. And I asked him when we was in prayer time this morning to God this day and I invited him into my day. So we won't go with what he's saying. And I'll ask him about it later. Cause half the time I got questions. After the <laughs> and <laughs> I think it's important too.
3: Yeah, it is important. And even the time management, you know, like time management is a big thing. Um, And so just making sure that we wanted to just give you all a lot of nuggets today um, and make sure that, you know, to know that there like, even we've talked about marketplace and ministry with, within your job, with in entrepreneurship, and even maybe both and having multiple streams of income, but we want, I really wanted to do this because a lot of you all, you know, I'm not going to go there right now. Um, I'm not going, I'm not even going to look over there at no names, but just make sure that you're, you know, we wanted to give you things from a perspective of a healthy life, you know, and if things are going awry, um, or whatever it may be, you know, making sure that you're able to balance those things out. And I think the biggest part is not leaving God out of any part of what you have going on. And so if you do that, then things are going to be so much better. So, so much better, you know. And so um, my prayer, um, I know that there is uh, a mantle of of wealth on, on here today. Um, a mantle um to release wealth. And so um I'm just gonna pray and then I want Tatum to pray, and then we're just gonna end on that note. All right. But um one, I wanna really release creativity, um, in innovative, innovative ideas and ingenuity. All right. So if you need creative ideas, like God is, you know, I've shared this before, but the Lord is never out of ideas. I want, I just need you all to know, like. He is never out of ideas. And so just my prayer for you all is that the the creativeness of God, you know, it's just a way to strike another way. And oftentimes when you strike, that way will lead to more than you were expecting. Or, you know, when you come up up against a, a rock or a hard place, it's not a place to quit. It's a place to strike so that you can find another way. All right, I wanna say that because there's more in you and more that you have in you than you think. And sometimes you think because you've been doing something so long, the same way that that's the way that's not always the way, because then some things can become stale. And so God's like, I need you to get out of yourself and get into the creative mind of me and and my creativeness and just do this another way. It may be, you need to cut back somewhere, or you may need to change up something, but if the the created creativeness of God. That's what Tatum was talking about when she asked and said, I'm blocking somebody, excuse me, uh that part. Um, when we were talking, and she said, uh, you know, God even how God will redirect you. So please know that there's a way to, yes, your creativity and new business ideas. So listen there's a way that you can strike. I remember, and I'm gonna share this part. Um, last year, I was in a hard place with my business, <laughs> a hard place, a hard place. I was like, I am just done. I could, because I know what God is calling, um, some other things that the Lord is calling me to do. And so I was like, listen, if if this is the end of the journey right here, I'm good, God. Like I've, I've, I've obeyed you, I'm good. You know, but at, a part of me was still just like, God, you promised me more than this. It was like this, you know? And um and so I remember uh you know striking, it was something I had never thought of uh was doing a podcast. You see what I'm saying? And I never ever, okay? I was like, what? <laughs> but I did a podcast and then, you know, I expanded the business even the more, like that's how you know God's hand is on something. It's not because it's mine, just, it's not mine, it's his. He's just giving it me to me, to steward. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying, I'm sharing that to you all because some of you all have thought, some of you all were in the, uh when we did the, the night of the prophetic, the unlocking the mysteries. But if you weren't, um you know, but, go back, but listen, there's, God is never out of ideas. That's what I really want y'all to know. If you strike the ground and keep striking the ground, it will, something's going to move. And so even with this pioneer, I'm my prayer is that the creativeness of God, that you all have enough tenacity to finish what you start, to pick it back up if you put it down. And if you didn't have a dream or you, you want to, you know, you, you had that dream and you just set it over and you just didn't dust it off. My prayer is that you will dust it off and do it because you, sometimes you want new ideas, but you haven't done the ideas that got like what happened to that idea. And let me tell you, if you made a vow to God, don't break your vow to God. Like you don't want to do that. All right. So if you promised God, you were going to do something in this area or do something with a business or something and you didn't finish your part, you owe God an apology today. Okay. You owe him a big apology. It's better not to make a vow to God than to break it. All right. That's scripture. All right. So um, my prayer is about your creativeness, your innovation and ingenuity. Those were the three areas that the Lord asked me to just uh, decree over you all was creativity innovation and ingenuity. All right. So that you all can keep going. Listen, Oh Lord. And when Tatum begins to, I don't know what's about to come out of her mouth, but listen, there's a mantle on here for wealth. I do know that that part I'm very, very clear about because there's a mantle for wealth on here. And the things that people have said that you can't do or won't do does not equate to what God is saying. And I'm telling you all that so that you can know that you can be and do and have the things that God, you can create the life that God, that you want with God. Let me say it like that. You can create the life you want with God. You can create the, yes, you can. I I know I'm speaking from experience. Tatum has talked about it. You can create that. (laughs) People told me you gonna start a what? You gonna do what? You are gonna open up a childcare in your home? You are gonna leave your job? Like what? Yes, I am. I sure am. I sure am gonna do it. <laughs> and I kept saying it. I am. I'm gonna own a center. I'm own more than actually. I'm own more than one. I, I, I'm own three. But I'm gonna do this. And so even though all of it has not manifested, I'm gonna keep speaking because I know what God has put in my heart to do. Concerning that area, there are other areas, but I'm just talking about this one in particular today. All right. And so I wanted to share that with you all because, listen, you got to keep pressing in. I'm going to just say this to Jessica Jessica, you have to keep pressing in because, and you need to change your company. All right. Jessica, just change your company up. Change your company up. Listen, I'm not going to hang around a fool. Listen, wisdom is the principal thing, right? You need wise, godly counsel around you. I don't need anybody. You know, you talking to me and you're not saying nothing. That's how I feel. You talking to me and you're not saying nothing because you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) You really don't know what you're talking about. So I just believe that the Lord has something for all um, you all that are on here. You know, you all came on here expecting. You all came on here believing to get some things. And so we gave you a lot of natural stuff that you have to have. Okay, we're not getting away from that. And then there's a supernatural part of it that God will add to it. Amen? Mm -hmm. All right, Tatum, Whatever you got. If it's not a prayer, if you want to just share, that's
0: fine. I feel like you. (laughs) I'm about to do an impersonation. My ears are on fire. (laughs) Oh my God. My neck is so hot right (laughs) now. be her i would get her (laughs) but but that's how i feel (laughs) as you were talking all i can hear is god wants to release us a sequential order Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: i'll be looking stuff up because i'm like i ain't thinking that so what does that mean like when something is sequential it follows a, a certain order so it follows it can be numerical so one two three four a b c d But it's something that takes place in a logical order. And some of you guys have information overload. You got every download, every course, every live stream, every podcast. So it's so much going on up here. And God wants to make the things connect and put them in a sequential order so that you can follow them the way that he's calling you to follow them. Some of you guys are also a a refortification needs to take place. When something is fortified, it is made stronger and more secure. So God is supposed to be our strong tower. We're supposed to be secure in him. Our businesses are supposed to be secured in him. But many of, of, of you guys have built businesses that have been fortified in fear and insecurity and trauma and uh, second guessing yourself and second guessing God and word curses that have been spoken onto you. And you're trying to build But it's fortified in the the plans of the enemy and the things that have kept you held back. But God wants you to re-fortify it. So uprooting, fasting, praying, delivering, denouncing, getting rid of all of the things that have have kept you where you are now and re-fortify him in his rightful place. So some of you guys... A dismantling. You're trying to build on top of what needs to be uprooted. The foundation needs to be dismantled. It all just needs to get shut down and start from the beginning. And some of you guys are afraid of if you do that, then that means that you're going to be behind. Mm-hmm. That it means that that time is going to go by, or you're going to start from square one and you're going to lose something. But nothing that you reposition in God, you're you're not going to lose anything, and it's actually going to catapult you farther into where you thought you were going but you're going to go the right way you're going to go distraction free you're going to go without the people who aren't supposed to be a part of this and so i feel so strongly that some of you guys need to re-fortify put god in his rightful place and uproot and dig out things that have kept you bound and that have kept you stuck because you can't keep building that. It's just not going to work. You're going to waste time. You're going to waste money. And all of it is going to sound good. It's going to look good. But God sees into the deep. He sees the heart. He sees the foundation. So you can put all the makeup on you want. You can make it sound as sexy as you want to make it sound, but it's not going to work because the foundation is not in the right place. And so I urge you guys to go to the foundation and uproot whatever it is that's there now and put God back into his rightful place. And for other, other of you guys, some of you need a, a, a just a detox of all the stuff that you've taken in. Just a detox of all of the stuff, uh, information overload, like just cut it all off. Don't take another class. Don't take another course. Don't listen to another lie. Go back to the notes that you had from day one and ask God to release a sequential order.
1: When you stay at a Verbo, the host doesn't stay with you. Because a vacation home with a stranger sounds a little bit like a horror movie. Only whole vacation homes. Always private. Book on the Verbo
2: app. 92% of households that join Peloton early in the year are still active a year later. Because of cycling? We also have a treadmill and Peloton guide. Guide? The thing that counts your reps? Yeah. It turns your TV into an AI-powered personal trainer. And with training programs like A Stronger You, Peloton Guide takes all the guesswork out of working out. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton Tread, Guide, or Bikes risk-free with the 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.ca slash home dash trial.